the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Hope you're having a great time out there. And, uh, you know, of course, it's August, so it's always going to be a wonderfully gentle, warm Saturday afternoon here. But anyway, folks, uh, hope you're out there doing some shooting and having a good time. I have a guest here today. I have Mike Bauer. Mike Bauer is one of the range directors? Yes. Range director for West End Gun Club. He actually runs the three-gun event, which happens on the fourth Saturday today, fourth Saturday of every single month, and it is open to non-West End members, so the public can come and try this event. Absolutely. You can even come watch. You can come. Yeah, you can come watch. Um, bring a hat. Bring a gun. <laughs> bring a hat and bring sunscreen and lots of water if you're just out there watching. So we're going to get into that. Uh, I want to talk about a few things first, though. Uh, next week, I'm going to have Rick Travis on. Rick Travis is the chairman of California Rifle and Pistol Association. He's going to give us a big legislative update because you guys have probably all heard what's going on in our legislature this is the time of year. Uh, you don't want to talk politics here, Mike, but we're going to have to touch on it a little bit here. This is the time of year when our state legislature, those crazy buffoons, the people who make AOC and Ilium, whatever her name is, look sane, are the ones running California. They take bills that they passed back in January and February called placeholder bills like they say, well, we want to have the goodness of California bill. So they, oh, that sounds great. We'll play it. We'll, t- we'll find out what's in it later. So they pass these things, send them into committee, and then they're called gut and amend. So later on down the road, the legislature says, remember that thing we all passed? Well, let's pull it out, take everything that was in it, throw it away, and make this one ban semi-automatics. Make this one ban um Black Cerakoted rifles. Make this one ban whatever. You know, they're going to they're going to hit us with this and Rick will keep us up to date on what's going on with that, which is why it is so crucially important that you vote for the right people. Mike, you registered to vote? Absolutely. And I voted. <laughs> There's a twofer. Yeah. Oh, I like that twofer thing. Yeah. You know, I just got my uh my driver's license registration in the mail and it's asking me to register to vote. Which is great. I, I registered to vote. I actually, I actually did not register as a Republican. Uh, Neither did I. When I moved a year and a half ago, I re-registered. They asked party affiliation. I wrote in Tar and Feather Party. <laughs> I'm in. My registration. Sign me up. My registration came back 
tar and feather party. So really? yeah, so oh. there you go. Um, yeah, we're accepting new members. All we want to do is tar and feather all people in office except for Mike Morrell. Everybody, everybody else I'm is in, in sign trouble. Me up. Sign me up. When's the meeting? <laughs> yeah, well, there's a bus leaving for Sacramento. We've got to get on that. But but my point is, everybody should, is registered to vote. All right, we got 18 million registered voters, but we're not showing up at the polls, which is ceding our territory, our state to the crazies. And if there's 18 million people registered to vote in the state of California and 6 million are showing up and 4 million of the 6 million are the crazy leftists, they're controlling everything. And we can turn this around by showing up to the fight, guys. It's pathetic. It's pretty easy. Just just vote. I vote by mail. Exactly. So do I. Because, yeah. you know, June, you're going to be going to somebody's graduation or something's going to happen in June. You're on vacation. November, hopefully you got that big elk hunt coming on. So, yeah, they're busy times, but that's why they have vote by mail. Mm-hmm. It's not that difficult. Yeah. But that's how we save our save our society, especially in light of what's probably going to be coming down here in California with the red flag laws. And are you familiar with that? Yeah, I know. I understand the concept of it, I'd, you know. All right. Well, the execution, I'm not a fan of. <laughs> right. They all sound good in theory. Right. They have a good intent. The execution is always which is, poor. Which is progressive, right? Yeah. A in effort, F in execution, and every single thing they touch. Yeah. So the red flag laws are basically designed to try and do a minority report style policing of reaching out before somebody does something badly and putting them in jail for something they haven't done yet or removing the firearms from their ability to receive them. But at the same time, while they're pushing for red flag laws, they're letting felons out of jail by the train load. Yeah. These are people who have high recidivism rates, who we know are violent, who we know like to kill people, like the guy in Santa Ana who killed four people with a knife. And they said, oh, yeah, we know he's dangerous. Well, who let him out of jail? A little bass backwards, isn't it? You would, t- you would think, right? So... Anyway, we need to focus on keeping the criminals off our streets, keep the predators in jail or in the dirt where they belong, and we're going to move on from there. And one of the great ways you can learn how to defend your home Mm -hmm. and put a little stress into your normal practice is with with a fun game called... Three Gun. Oh, how'd you know I was going to go there? I was just dartboard (laughs) on the wall over there. And that's why we have Mike Bauer. He's the range director for West End Gun, one of the range directors for West End Gun Club, which is up here near Lytle Creek. It's below it, but it's uh, on the eastern side. It's actually shorter drive by about 10 miles. Yeah, it's it's right off of the 15 in Sierra, mm-hmm. right in Fontana there. Yeah, so just, just past, the, past the Shell Station, about a mile on your right-hand side, there's a dirt road, head on back, and uh, that's how you get in there. You should have a at least a pickup truck clearance vehicle. If you're in a, a, I see a lot of Honda Civics back there. I, there are, but there's a lot of guys replacing. It's a, it's a little bit of a rough road, but um, especially with all the rains and and whatnot we've had. But, yeah, just not sure what's going to happen. But yeah, if it's a lease, go for it. <laughs> if you're near the end of your lease, go yeah. for it. Yeah. So anyway, head on back there. It's a great thing. You can find out more information on the club and the shoots and their calendar of events, which are all open to the public at wegc.org wegc.org and uh, you have to kind of flip around a little bit but you can find their calendar and there's not right on the front page so if you go to activities on the front page it will list all the disciplines and a little more detail about each one 
And then on the bottom of that, there's a little link that says calendar. Yes. I just wish that was on the front page. I'm not designing the website, nor am I volunteering our, to our design Our web guy website. is really awesome, and he gets paid amazingly. Zero, the same <laughs> amount as me. So I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm just saying it's, look for it. It's on there. Uh-huh. So uh, West End Gun Club. So tell us, what is the purpose of 3 or What is 3Gun? What is 3Gun? So 3Gun, I would like to say, is a mix between shooting, obstacle course racing, and drag racing. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so, so obstacle obst- course, like I'm, Spartan racing a little bit. I'm just trying to figure out how to do a obstacle race with a dragster. I guess you do it quickly. Yeah. In a straight line. Because it's full throttle the whole time. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, so basically what it is, is we use up to, we use three guns. We use a rifle, a pistol, and a shotgun. Most of the time, rifles are AR-based platforms, but there's a lot of other stuff. Um, semi-auto shotguns, and pretty much any pistol you want to use, other than including revolvers. Some guys use them, not many. Um, it's also been touted as the most fun you can have with clothes on. So that's that's also something I'm very passionate about, is making 3-Gun fun to all the members of, of the club. It's, it's something that will absolutely put a lot of stress on you as a firearms uh, enthusiast to make you better if you choose it, choose to. Um, You'll, you'll find out where you're deficient, where you're good, where you're not. And you'll probably have a really good time. And if you video it and show your buddies, they're probably going to laugh at you and have an even better time. Now, the first time, well, actually, well, the first time I met Zingali, I was shooting um, your steel challenge. Mm-hmm. And I had to shoot it left hand because I had a unsupported left hand because I had a surgery on my right arm. That, that was sounds a awesome. Long yeah, day. that sounds terrible. I fired more rounds that day left-handed than I have in my entire life practicing uh-huh. left-handed, right? So, right. yeah, long day. But it, but I went there with the purpose of getting better, mm-hmm. not because I planned on winning the bottle of Martinelli's you guys have as a top prize. Right. right? right. What, what is the top prize again? Uh, bragging rights for a month. <laughs> All the smack you can talk for one month. Exactly. So I, I got a radio show. I talk smack all the time. It was that, so I'll let somebody else take that one month deal. But but I used it and I used the three gun a couple of weeks ago, or last month actually, for exactly the same purposes. Is mm-hmm. How do we get better at this? What are, These are things you don't get to do or are hard to set up and, and practice on your own. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Basically, you know, I try to test um, all the facets of running any gun. Maybe not in the same course of fire or the same month but i'm going to put uh, i'm going to we're going to design the stages such that you're tested in your long range rifle your short range rifle your pistol your shotgun flying clays static targets big targets small targets slugs a lot of stuff and what's interesting is the first time you miss a eight inch circle at like 10 feet you're like what mm-hmm. with a shotgun yeah why didn't that fall over i don't don't tell all my secrets <laughs> Why didn't that follow? What? What? So it's it's a lot of fun and a lot of great practice. We're going to get into some of that after this and the gear that's involved. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firingland Radio Show here with Mike Bauer, WEGC.org. Get on out there. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! Hey folks, August, not only is it hot, but it's a National Shooting Sports Month. Our sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports, Guns and Ammo in Riverside, is hosting a series of informative clinics to help encourage participation in all aspects of the shooting sports and promote personal safety and protection. Saturday, August 24th at 3 p.m., attend the CCW seminar and a meeting of the Riverside County gun owners. Learn all about how you can help protect and restore your Second Amendment rights. Do you have your CCW yet? We'll find out what you need to know to obtain one here in Riverside County. You don't want to miss this event. Food and refreshments will be provided, lots of great people, and valuable information. Come check out how you can help the right people elected and protect the Second Amendment at the CCW seminar and meeting of the Riverside County gun owners today, Saturday, 24th, 3 p.m., Bullseye Sports in Riverside. Be there. For more information, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. And we've done a lot of seminars out there. Last week we did the, uh, uh, well, the first one we did was um, long-range shooting and big game hunting, just some primers. And then last week's was was uh, first aid for bullet wounds and knife wounds. And now he's got the CCW one. So, yeah, he's been very, very active in this. He's very supportive. We should, we should get Vince out there doing three-gun. Yes. Oh, that'd be fun. Pretty much anybody who is fun and a good person will have fun. A ton of fun in three-gun. ton of fun in three. You should call it three-fun. No. Okay. Maximum fun. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about, uh, you said rifle, pistol, shotgun. Let's start with rifle. What is allowed? What do you suggest? What do you run? Uh, what is allowed? Um, pretty much anything is allowed. Um, 
caliber wise it probably needs to be was it five four five or larger um some guys shoot three oh eight which is called heavy class uh, I think there's like one guy in Southern California that still shoots that it's kind of one guy yeah see hey, he's first in his division oh he crushes the field i mean they, they have <laughs> no will to live because they've already died um so the, in in three gun there's uh, about four or five different divisions there's heavy which is where guys shoot a forty five pistol uh pump shotgun. And a 308 rifle. So if you're rich, you might shoot that. Or you just like punishment. Um, there's open, which is what when your previous guest Mike Zingali shoots. Uh, that's where all the guns have optical sights. Um, they use mag-fed shotguns that sometimes work. And typically the way to win is just to get, keep your gear running in open. But you can go really fast and it's super fun. Um, there's another class called limited, which is what I shoot. That's where... Um, you have a non-magnified optic, like a red dot, a prismatic scope, um, iron sights on your rifle. You're not allowed to use a magnified scope. Um, and then by far the most popular class is probably tactical. Uh, in tactical, you're allowed one optic on your rifle. You have to use an iron sight pistol and a tube-fed shotgun. Okay? Um, so almost everybody uses uh, semi-auto shotguns. Um, Benelli M2 is really popular. The Stoger M3000 is really popular. The, the Beretta... 1301 is popular. I shoot a Versa Max. There's a, a lot of different options out there. And most people hate the shotgun the most. Why? Because they don't put the work in to get good. Um, most people shoot a 9mm handgun. Pretty much anything will work. Glocks work. Smith & Wesson's bread is anything. Um, I shoot... Well, we'll get into the pistols in a second here. Let's go over back on the rifle. Sure. So most people shoot an AR pattern uh, 5.56 rifle. Um... And they're pretty much like Legos nowadays. So if you ask anyone what they have, it's probably different than the next guy. Right. Um, right. So there's a ton of stuff out there. Uh, my rifle, I have about roughly about ten that are about the same build. I've been using them for about about the same thing about six seven years now. Um, super super accurate. Like these are three quarter MOA rifles when they are hot, and I mean like thirty rounds already down the tube. And I'm trying to hit a ten inch plate at six hundred yards. Um. So they're, they're really, really accurate guns. Um, so, you know, some of the manufacturers have make great stuff out there. JP, Seekins, um, Titan, Titan Ballistics makes great stuff. I mean, there's just a ton of people making awesome stuff out there. So what's, what's your favorite part on your particular rig here? Um, I mean, yeah, I'd say it's the whole package. I mean, a super cool, go fast forward carbon, uh, I, handrail. I do have an affinity for carbon fiber. I do. I love it. So I shoot a, I shoot a carbon arms. Um, handguard that's carbon fiber and I use that primarily because they don't actually don't get very hot until after you're done shooting then they get really hot so typically the rifles have time to cool off a little bit um, so how many rifle rounds typically on a uh, on one stage I guess it depends on how many you miss is how many you're going to shoot right but you guys try and plan 30 to 40 shots for the rifle um, I'd say between 20 and 40 depending on the course so like we might have one uh, stage where it's just rifle so you might shoot upwards of 40 45 rounds if it's a two gun stage which is you know pistol we, rifle yeah. yeah like pistol rifle etc um, might be around 20 rounds and they can really vary in distance and difficulty so like I said we might shoot paper at like a couple yards and it's super fun to just blast into paper it's really really fun and then you might have to transition to a 200-yard uh, plate, like maybe a 6- or 8-inch plate. And then 
uh, a 50-yard offhand shot and through a wall under a port. So it's really, it's really quite a ballet of shooting. That explains the tutus I saw. That's Singali. He was wearing the tutus, wasn't he? <laughs> you, you tell him that. Uh, <laughs> he I shoots would. faster than I do. Um, no, it's a lot of fun out there. But it is, it's a balance of what you're, what you're dealing with. Now, I had a good time out there with the rifle course last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the and that fun. was a hard one. I love that one. Yeah. Just, and Zingali comes up to me and he goes, dude, you won the stage. I'm like, I could shoot a rifle. <laughs> That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I could shoot the rifle. Right. This other crap is messing me up here. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. So, um, and, and that one went from about 50 yards to 220. Yeah. Yeah. But you had targets scattered left to right, maybe 150 yards across. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you had to focus out, bring it in. But it's a little bit hard to find sometimes. You know what? With a one power, I think you'd have a real hard time hitting that, that little dinger at 220 yards. Mm-hmm. You couldn't yeah. even see it. You just shoot the area. Have your buddy 20 bucks here. You're a spotter. <laughs> <laughs> that does happen. Sometimes, you know, it's a bad hit call, but um, but it really can be pretty fun. It's a lot of fun. Everybody yeah. had a great time out there. So on the rifle stage, the other part is you're moving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So typically from... I think you might have staged one rifle or shotgun up front or something, but most of the time you're starting with the bigger gun. Yeah, yeah. We do that to keep the stage flow quick. We, we typically try to start with a long gun and then finish with a pistol because then when we're unloading, you can just unload your pistol, holster it, and then go go back and get your rifle or shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of interesting. And like you said, you're shooting paper with a rifle at five yards, three yards, um, which... Yeah, to start off, like you have somebody right there, and that's something that I'm going to tell you, you don't practice. Right, right, right. Uh, the other rule is paper only on rifles, unless you're on the rifle stage. Paper only. You're only shooting paper with your rifle. When you're in that, uh, when you're in those little bays, very, sel- well, a couple, I guess the bigger targets there were, but you're shooting the flippers with your pistol yeah yeah so we, we have like certain targets that we don't shoot with a rifle like for example shooting steel targets inside of about 45 yards isn't that safe with a rifle you get a lot of frag and oh yeah. yeah so yeah and so damage we, to the targets right so we do a lot of we do a lot of rifle paper up close and we do we'll put no shoots over them so that you have to watch your holdovers um aim a little bit it's not just a, always a wide open target i like to put those speed traps in I want to. I want to test. It. I want to test people and make you better. And there's barricades. Shooting through the barricades. Mm-hmm. Shooting through the barricades with the rifle. Walls. Walls. Yeah. Um, see what else? The helicopter jump was good. I did enjoy that. You know, I have shot going down a zip line. <laughs> well, why don't we have that at West End? It's a budget problem. <laughs> I got the mountain. I got the mountain, and we just got going too fast. It was the landing. <laughs> That was that explains that cloud of dust on the other Exactly. We need another volunteer. <laughs> Guys, we need to take up a collection here of West End. We need a West End zip line. Um yeah, that would be freaking awesome. And a certified operator. <laughs> That's right. You'll get your own tactical bracelet with that. Every every time you slide you get your paracord bracelet, a little uh like a charm. Dude, I could charge 50 bucks a person and there'd be a line around the block. Oh yeah. But no, but every time you do it successfully, you get a charm that goes on your paracord bracelet. Oh, lucky charm. (laughs) Yeah. It says T O technical operator. Just like one, one scar on your arm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, see, you got one already. I did. I got that at shooting ARs too. Yeah, lots of fun. Um, so the the rifle side, think about this. If you have legal magazines that are 30 rounds, you can mm-hmm. use them. Absolutely. Okay. If you have unlegal magazines, don't bring them. A lot of guys shoot featureless rifles now. Um, yep. So you're legal. You know, obviously... You have to adhere to normal laws. You're not uh, you're not exempt when shooting competitions. That's important to realize. Yeah. This is an open event. Okay, it's public event. This is it's on a private club land, but it's a public event. Anybody can be there, and you are required to follow all laws. Mm-hmm. Yep, very. Important. But I'm not a policeman. Just play one on TV, folks. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey, folks, we're throwing spears out here. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, Mulan Labe Saturday. I'm here with Mike Bauer, um, Jack Bauer's younger brother. My dad, I told you. My dad's name is Jack Bauer. I talked to Jack Bauer. He ain't claiming you. I'm just saying your brother's. He's a smart man. <laughs> but my dad's a real deal. A real deal. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Glad, it's, it's great to hear somebody talk nice about their dad. So yeah. awesome. So um, Mike Bauer is the range director for West End Gun Club for the three gun shoot. Three gun shoot is rifle, pistol, shotgun combinations, moving point to point, sometimes shooting on the run. Uh, various targets of spinners. Sometimes you have clay clay targets that are in the air. Sometimes it's flat out rifle out to 220 or, or farther yards, and shooting through barricades, moving and shooting, reloading, running. The, well, I have bay a bay to bay. Line. We do bay to bays. I haven't seen that. I didn't see that one. No, yet. we don't do them too much. It's hot right now. <laughs> it's hot, and we had somebody fall down and get a boo boo. That's that's so bad. We're such wimps. Oh, it's hot. No, that guy's tough. He's tough. I didn't say him. I'm just saying in general. Oh, it's hot. We're like going to do that. Yeah. Air conditioning. It's not me. I'm going to sit the car. The heat. <laughs> it's really not. We won't mention names, but their initials are. Not all. <laughs> James. I said not to. All it's right. not an initial. It's a name. Exactly. All right. So in the stage. So if we're starting, we're back maybe 45 yards from the from the other side of the bay starting with our rifle we're loaded shooter ready go you hit uh, the 15 targets that are assigned to your rifle mm-hmm. you take the rifle and you put it in a bucket 
Yeah, we put, you put in a dump barrel, so it's muzzled down. So if it were to go off for some mysterious reason, it goes right in the ground. So your your rule is your gun's hot. You don't mm-hmm. have to clear it when you put it in there, but safety yeah, it's on. Yeah, got to be safety on. Nose down. Nose down, yeah. And if then, you go and put a nose up, that's a problem because, you know, things happen. Like yeah. round, rounds do cook off, you know, things like that. And if it were to go off, we want it to go off in a safe direction. So right. It's not any fun for me if we don't finish the day with everybody we started with. Exactly. You should leave with all the OEM orifices you came with. Yeah, just bigger. <laughs> well, I don't even want to go there. So so on the bottom, I mean, if you're worried about the crown of your, your muzzle or something, you guys have some foam set up inside there? Yeah. So pretty much everybody in 3-Gun shoots a, uh, a compensator or like a flash hider type thing. So your muzzle your muzzle Not crown. a flash hider type thing. Compensator. Compensator. Yes. That Nobody, I mean, in California, shoots a flash hide or anything. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Moving on. So, um, anyways, uh, you're going to be putting your your rifle in a dump barrel or dump box, muzzle down. So the muzzles are protected, and we put a foam pad in the bottom yep, yep. Uh, that usually just gets knocked to the side, so you end up dropping it right in the dirt anyhow. And then, uh, <laughs> and, and you, so next next part is so in this particular stage, let's say it's rifle pistol, so. Okay. So at that point, you're probably going to draw your pistol. Um, hopefully, not just standing there. You're gonna you're gonna be moving and doing something else while you're drawing your pistol. So, and this is different from some of the other games like IDPA. You can't load on the move. You have to be behind. Burn. Right. So there's a lot of different rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I think IDPA probably has more restrictive rules. Absolutely. For points, they're but... the fun killers. <laughs> it's good practice. But all though. shooting is good shooting. Exactly. So you can draw on the move. You can reload on the move. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted to exchange a magazine that still had rounds in it. Yeah, you just drop it on the ground. So like IDPA, you have to holster one if right. it has bullets right. in it. So yeah. lots of different rules here. So you can go faster because the name of this one is speed. Yes. Yeah. The cr- a critical component in 3-Gun is speed. However... A really good stage designer is going to test your accuracy, too. And I love to do that. I love to put the speed traps in. How so? So what I'll do is I'll put a wide open target up close, and then I'll put a really tight no-shoot shot right after it. So you're used to going fast, and I'm going to make you slam on the brakes and have to put two really accurate sh- accurate shots somewhere. And then you shoot the whitey, which is the no-shoot, and you're like, oh, and some curse word comes out, and you carry on. And everybody's laughing. It's a good time. <laughs> so that's how you, you tack on extra points. Yeah. So but it's not like football. It's more like golf, right? So you guys should have told me that later or earlier. Because I'm, you know, I'm adding up all these points thinking I'm doing really good. Yeah, high score doesn't win. <laughs> Sorry about that detail. I guess we forget those things. Usually with new shooters, we just don't want you to shoot anybody and keep the guns down range. Yeah, that's, pointy end this way. Yeah, exactly. Now, on the on the, uh, the Ipsic-style target, mm-hmm. the paper there's certain areas you either have to hit it twice or hit it once yeah yeah so three gun uh is shoot to neutralize which means you get one shot in the a zone exactly one shot in the a zone which is like center mass or the eye box or two anywhere on the brown and generally i don't leave a ton of wide open targets for me but um, those paper will vary in distance and vary in guns. And so every stage, like I think there's five or six stages. Usually we do five, yeah. Okay. So five stages. So you have one person who's who gets to design that particular stage. Mm-hmm. And then he sets it up. Yeah, yeah. So we have about four different stage designers um, for the three-gun group. And that's a big advantage for us because it gives us a good variety. Right, right. And so and it 
limits the amount of work for one guy. Yes. Yeah. It's because you do get paid the big bucks. Yes. Which zero. are zero. zero. Exactly. Yes. But only every month. Yes. So you make it up in volume. No. <laughs> no. My hourly rate's pretty crappy. <laughs> but the more hours you spend, then right. obviously the more you make. Right. That's right. the way it works. Right. It's, it's basically economics. Just figure that out walking down the street. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So my point on that is these guys are there at 5 o'clock in the morning or the night before setting these stages yeah. up. Oh, yeah. And which means going to these bunkers, pulling out all these targets and all these stakes, mm -hmm. hammering them in, setting them up, making sure it's done, setting up the barricades, laying all this stuff out, putting the little squares on the ground and rope on the ground. Yep. So they've got three hours of work in that morning or that afternoon to do one stage. No. So I'm making them feel sorry for you. Here. Well, you're going to step on my they one should, They should a they should feel sorry for me. But most of my time actually gets before we even hit match morning. Um, so I spent a lot of time planning, designing and promoting the match. Right. And, coordinating, and coordinating setup. Right. And I generally get about 15 to 18 volunteers. I'm talking about how much time does it take to set up one bay? So in an hour and a half, we set up five stages. So it's an hour and a half to set up one bay. No, five bays. No, because you have those guys doing that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, correct. Right. So I am the host. I am always correct. If you agree with me. Then you'll be correct. Where's that nuke button again? <laughs> it's, it's broken. Just trust me on this. We have the power of the editor button. Make you come out speaking Chinese. Uh, anyway, okay. um, but my point is these guys are putting in extra hour, extra time. And so when the match is over, do not be the guy who says, see ya, hops in his car and drives off. Right. Or says, I'm going to pick up range brass. You guys do what? what how, how is the stage broken down? Um, so each club is different. Um, it's important to understand that Weston is a volunteer-only club. And that's one of the reasons our match fees are half of the amount of money of other clubs. We charge guests about ten or about $20 a shoot. 10 for a member, 20 for a non-member. Right. And uh, if you go to any other club, it's 40 a person. Okay. Um, and... We rely on people to help set up the stages in the morning, and those people shoot for free generally. And I'm not picky with labor. You don't have to have any special skills. And then the rule is, at the end of the day, once you've shot all the stages, everyone in that squad tears it down and puts it away. The stage that you're on. Yeah. And in that teardown takes like five minutes uh, a stage. Yeah, because you have eight guys or so. Right. And so it's, it's and you not have to measure anything. You're just picking it right. up. And put it there's, in the there's little wagons. So, I mean, mm -hmm. what I'm saying is be the guy who finishes well. I've seen guys that walk around picking up brass while everybody else is putting stuff away. Yeah, and that's absolutely. Just, they didn't get invited to do my show. Let's just put it that way. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had to have talks with people of, hey, you need to help out a little more. Like, people in your squad are complaining. Yeah. And and those are tough conversations. I don't like to have those. Well, so someone just, has to be the adult. So just be an adult. Yeah. You know, you're playing with big boy guns. Be a big boy. Right. 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 Oh, anyway, so, okay, we're through scolding them. Let's talk about the pistols that we run. Okay. So pretty much most people shoot a 9mm pistol. Anything will work. Um, you don't have to have a larger than 10 round. Okay, knife. before we get into that, let's talk about the power factor. And there's no power factor in 3-gun. But you said 45 is one category. Um, so there are certain classes that have, like, certain requirements of the gun. All right. Okay. So in 3-gun, uh, in if there's a steel target, you have to knock it down. There isn't really a power factor required. Okay. You know, and most of the time, nine millimeter will knock them down. Okay. Um, there are some targets that 
it's a big advantage to have a more powerful round, like a spinner target. I think you experience, experience those, um, where more energy with the bullet helps you move that target around more. Um, and, uh, Really, you know, there are advantages to that. But at the end of the day, most people have a nine millimeter handgun, mm -hmm. which will get you into three gun. Yeah, I, I would say that too. And uh, 10 round magazines are fine. Mm -hmm. If you don't have legal, uh, full, normal capacity magazines, right. then, you know, your 10 round will get you right through it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You want to be able to carry about 40 um, rounds of uh, pistol on you. 40, 40 is a good start. Folks, David Fire Eli Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. That is good. And to score well in three gun. Hey, folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. We're back here. Hell, you know, I forgot to plug what our giveaways are. Really? I mean, here we are. We're three-quarters done, right? People are checking out already. Podcasts. Podcasts are at firinglineradio.com, as they have been for eight years. Check out, well, they switched the podcast company. But anyway, subscribe to the podcasts, which are free. And you can be eligible to win a Macmillan MC3 polymer stock. Either the hunting style or the tactical style, which is called the legend or tradition. So you have to register. I've got these things to give away. These are awesome stocks. They're only for Remington 700s, but I do have short action, long action. You shoot a Remington 700? No. no. Well, you know what? You should I still register a, for the podcast. I have a Ruger Precision bolt gun, and I have a 308 6.5 Creedmoor. It's in my auto, an AR-10. An AR-10? Yeah. I think a 6.5 Creedmoor would be good for AR-10. I thought... It's like cheating. I agree, and and I like cheating in smart ways like better ballistics. Mm -hmm. I always thought the best AR-10 would be a two forty three with a fast twist barrel. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That, that, would, that could be – I mean, you talk about firepower, too. That mm -hmm. would really be something. No recoil and just sending them down range fast and far. Yeah. yeah. It's my specialty. There you go. Mm -hmm. um, you should try hitting sometimes. I do that. Oh, okay. Fast bar and on target. Oh, yeah. There you go. So talking about three gun, you know, we didn't really touch too much on the uh, on on the shotgun area, but people who haven't shot it are interested in coming out for the first time. Mm -hmm. Help them out here. Okay. So probably the biggest uh, excuse, and I'm going to say that accusingly, 
um, I, that I hear from people is, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. What about blah, 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 blah. And uh, the single most important thing to do to get into three gun is to go to the match. Simple. Yep. You will have a great time. I pretty much guarantee it. See, the one one nice thing about this, I mean, we're bagging on people sometimes, but that's my job. It's what I do. It's Actually, it's my only talent. If I was a superhero, that would be me, right? You mean Mr. Bagasaurus, right? Mr. Bagasaurus. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's it. It's all I got. I can't see through buildings. I can't jump. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty good with one-liners, so yeah, watch out. Um <laughs> He's rolling on the floor, folks. <laughs> exactly. I am I am funny. Just ask me. So um, people out there are super nice. You don't know what's going on. You just have to ask. Don't don't be the guy who assumes that nobody wants to help you because you didn't ask. They're not going to yeah. force themselves on you, yeah. but they're willing to help all the, the time. The gun guys, especially the group we have at West End, is a super friendly, welcoming group mm-hmm. um, that we were in your shoes if you're a first-time shooter. We've been there. We, right. we know what it was like. And and try and get on the squad with the guy who carries his own portable air conditioner. Yes. Yes. True story. Yes. Love that, that guy. Yes. That's the James. <laughs> Um, so real quick to touch on what you need to get started in three gun is you need, a, you should have a semi auto, uh, some, any semi automatic pistol, um, and a holster to carry it in and enough to carry about 40 rounds on your belt for your pistol. So on the holster, mm-hmm. try not to get one of those unisex, uh, uh, Cordura yeah. holsters. You want something that's shaped for your gun or has a retention device yep. of some kind. Cause you're running with this thing yeah. on your hip. Yeah. Get a Safari land retention holster. Yeah. yeah, those are great. Um, or have somebody make one out of Kydex. I just had Safariland didn't make a holster for my CZ ninety seven. So I'm I sure had, it fits this holster. So I had a guy. No, I had a guy uh, uh, Jepson's up there in Ukaipa. He made me a nice custom uh, yeah. Kydex. There's cheap. a million great holster guys out there. Yeah. A million of them. So you can do that and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that you're going to need uh, is uh, probably a semi-auto AR style platform. A rifle mm-hmm. and then if you don't have a shotgun which a pump shotgun will work great um i pretty much guarantee you somebody will let you shoot their gun yeah and if you don't have shot shell caddies somebody will let you borrow them or i think i just shipped them in my pocket yeah or you put them in your pocket like a bandolier so many there's so many easy great things to do and because you normally don't have a uh you normally don't have like 20 shotgun shells or shotgun rounds in one stage right uh yeah generally we don't go too high sometimes a lot of crying after that, <laughs> but I do run a big wide variety. I mean, I've done, I've done some really big stages where it's a lot, a lot of rounds and I just want you to finish. Yeah. Like, just try and finish. Yeah. And so the other thing is uh, magazine holders. Yep. So yeah. for your rifle, um, your back pocket works great. You need two for your, your pistol. Should get you through. You can stick them in your pocket I mean, stick them in your belt. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing Safariland does make really good is they make a universal magazine holder mm-hmm. that'll hold anything from your 1911s to your Glock 17s. Yeah. Yeah. You just shove it in a little harder. Yeah. So you can find those. You don't have to get a specific one for your specific magazine. There are right. some universal holders, right. Right. but you want retention. You want it you not to bounce out. When you right. reach for it, it should be there. Right. And a lot of people go and spend a lot of money on gear before they get into three gun and they kind of regret it. Uh, that they didn't know what to buy right. or any of that. Now, if I had to say, and you want to spend the money, go buy yourself a Safariland ELS belt, which is yep. what I have here. It lets you take things on and off and move it around. Um, so this has has retention clips yeah. in it, so you can so you can actually switch this for stages. Yes. So 
for instance, you might have uh, the way you have it set up here. You've got your shotgun shells right across where your stomach would be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you've got a rifle stage coming up where you're going to be laying prone, you're yep. going to take, those, take off. those off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They hurt. <laughs> and they're not needed for that stage. Exactly. So, so you can think about it. That's a, a great way to go. Mm-hmm. The other thing is just make sure if you have a belt for your pants, which you know mm-hmm. you should have, you want it to be firm. Yeah. Pretty high quality stiff belt. Helps. Yeah. You know, there's some that are made for CCWs for hold, holding your holster. You want something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Some guys will go. Uh, I've seen these that have a Velcro liner that goes around your pants, and then your gun belt holds over the top. Of yeah, that. yeah. Those are real popular and real easy to use. Yes, yes. And you can move your holsters wherever you want. Uh, like you said, if you don't have an AR-15 magazine holder, they do fit pretty well in the back pockets. Yeah, and you're not sliding down hills most right, of the time. Right. right. Most stages are around one mag's worth of. Rifle rounds. Your mileage may vary. You're right. <laughs> Unless you fell. Well, well, you know what? It did count that last one where I left that target standing because mm-hmm. when I threw the gun, it hit it. That doesn't count. I, it dinged the steel. I got the point. That was a pity. I felt sorry for you. <laughs> I'll take you it. Then. <laughs> Shooting lefty. Yeah. I'll take that sucker. Yeah. Um, so the other thing is you want to tell everybody that safety over speed. Absolutely. Safety is paramount. There's nothing that trumps it. There's a few, you know, basic um, safety rules like the 180 rule. So Explain that. You know, so the if you're facing down in the bay, you can the muzzle of the gun can go 90 degrees in either direction, no further. If it goes further, you're DQ'd for the day and you're done. And, and so where that comes into play, I mean, if you're out there shooting at the range, you got the target down, you never really have that issue. But when you're moving position to position is when guys get right. carried away. Say you're a right-handed shooter, right. and you're shooting on the right side of the bay, and you're going to transition to the left. As they turn their body, if that gun goes in front of their body as they're running, they're now right on the line. And mm-hmm. as your body moves, you're going to flag somebody. So right. it's important that gun stays down range. Exactly. It's good practice just yep. to make sure you do that. Yep. Uh, the, the other one is uh, if you drop a gun, that's, that's not okay. You can fall down and still hold on to it and be fine, but you can't drop it. And then uh, the other one's like an AD. You drop so, a gun, you're DQ'd? Yeah. Okay. Going for the day. Yeah. So the other thing is if you start to drop your gun, let it go. Let it fall. Yeah. They please. Won't go, they won't go off when they hit the ground. I know. They won't go off, but if you try and grab it and your booger picker gets inside the trigger guard. It goes off. We have unknown consequences. Right. And um, no accidents there, right? No. Yeah. Um, it's not like you're like Riverside Sheriffs or something. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> we're, we're very, very serious about Knocking safe. on we're wood. Very safe. Knocking very on wood. Very serious about it because we all want to go home. We want to get better at shooting. We want to get better transitioning. We want to have a good time and enjoy our Second Amendment rights, but we all want to go home. Yep, yep. Don't be the guy that shoots that guy. So um, in registering for this. Yeah, so pretty much all uh, action shooting sports are run through a site called Practice Score uh, now. So you can go on to practicescore.com you click the matches tab uh, and for West End Gun Club, for example, you type in WEGC and it will pop up with a map that shows where all these different types of matches are. Three gun, pistol, mm-hmm. IDPA, everything, uh, PRS, um, CMP, uh, all of that's there. So you'll be able to see what's in your area uh, because sometimes finding a match is not easy. Right. So 
you know, that's a great resource. The other thing is if you go to WEGC.org and just click on on the, the three gun, the link to sign up for practice score is right there. Yes, correct. And uh, you sign up and then pay in advance ten or pay there at ten bucks, mm-hmm. twenty bucks if yep. you're a non member yep. and then you're good to go. Yep. You're golden. Bring about three hundred rounds, right? Bring at least three hundred rifle, three hundred pistol and like hundred and fifty shotgun. And ten and- slugs and ten buck. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. I didn't remember that part. Okay, great. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, thanking Mike Bauer, West End Gun Club's range director for Three Gun. Thanks, boss. Thanks, folks. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.